everybody. Welcome to Yas. Uh, if you notice uh, the, the grid today, we are out one Robin. Uh, Pax is coming back from camping with uh, her family, but we have a guest player, uh, David Wave. Hello. Say hi. And this guest player has a beard. Um, so I think this is the first beard we've had on Yas, y'all. Um, uh, so just you, you get to be very special, David. Uh, so um, I I have jokes too, but I'm not trying to intercede. So um, we're going to have, uh, Amelie is going to do a recap of what happened last time, if you would like a quick recap. And then we're going to shoot, uh, we're going to go to Annika. Annika is going to talk about our merch because Annika can actually hold up a uh, sample of our merch. And then uh, we will begin playing the game. So I'm going to mute myself and let Amelie go through our recap. Hey everyone. So last time on Yas, uh, the characters got together, had a wonderful brunch. There was uh, there there was bacon involved. There were meat wraps and that sort of thing. It was great. Everyone was happy. Um, and during this brunch together, uh, we learned from the mayor that uh, there were. Not just one portal, uh, additional portal open, but there were three additional portals opened, um, and so uh, we, it, the mayor, knew in what general direction that these portals were, but didn't know where the portals led to, nor where exactly these portals could be located. So uh, we agreed to set out. Uh, find these portals, send up some fairy fire into the air as a signal as to where they were. Um, and so there is one to the northeast of town, one to the northwest, and one to the south. So we had an entire plan to go uh, find these portals, and you know how well plans work out. But we set off to the northeast, and uh, as we're going, we notice that there's some rain clouds. And so if you've ever been in East Texas, and you know what a good old thunderstorm storm feels like. And so we had to find shelter. So we found shelter in a nice little cave. Uh, Robin did a great job of sheltering the entrance of the cave with, because uh, they are an, a wonderful artificer. Uh, and once we were in the cave and we were exploring, um, we got surprised attacked by a black ooze that dropped on top of Whistler. And uh, But we were, uh, of course, successfully able to save the day and defeat the ooze and head back out into the sun but uh when whenever you have rain there's mud involved and uh to blow off some steam we had a little bit of a mud fight and uh ever much fun was had by all mud slinging everywhere uh and so uh, uh we finally cooled down had our steam blown off and we just we kept walking northeast and came across a river so we could you know wash off and that sort of thing because uh aster was not about to press to digitate all of us for on purpose getting all gross and grody um but across the river there was a portal and so we found the portal we crossed the river walked up to the portal and it we determined that it was a portal to the realm of earth because we threw a rock through it and the and the rock stayed there and part of our rope stayed there because it was chewed off but when we sent through some incense uh the incense came back just fine so it's the portal to uh, it's the portal to the realm of earth and uh just as we were trying to figure out what to do next a creature comes out from behind 
uh, a tree near the portal and uh, is a brand new creature to us. Um, before we get into playing, I do want to uh, talk a little bit about the uh, who we're donating to this month of November. It's going to be the National um, the National the Native American Rights Fund. Excuse me, NARF.org. Um, throughout its history, NARF has impacted tens of thousands of Indian people in its work for more than 250 tribes. Some examples of the results include protecting and establishing the inherent sovereignty of tribes, obtaining official tribal recognition for numerous Indian tribes, helping tribes continue their ancient traditions by protecting their rights to hunt, fish, and use the water on their lands, upholding Native American religious freedom assuring the re return of remains and burial goods from museums and historical societies for proper and dignified reburial and protecting voting rights of Native Americans. I am not unmuted <laughs> for the actual like recording software. So merch. <laughs> we have this Yas shirt right here. Yas. Uh, this comes in a crew neck or a v-neck. Uh, you can get it. Uh, it is provided by So Geek. They're fun. They're also my mom, but that's besides the point. Um, next thing we have are stickers. Uh, we have three thumbnail stickers out right now. Uh, we I only have one of them made. So we do have the... These are from the Modrons. We got some nice Modron circle stickers. Tanya, one of these is yours, by the way. You get one. <laughs> um, so yeah. That's what we have three. We have uh, the Summer Swell, this one, and the other one, which was from this last. No. Oh, no. Then we also have the D20. The D20 one. That's the third one. I haven't made any of the other thumbnails. I'll be making most of the thumbnails into stickers for you guys. So okay. So uh, to do a quick retcon, uh, so when I described the creature to you last time, I described him as having green skin and not much of a nose to speak of. That is a very quick flash of what you see before and standing in front of you is a tall, kind of hulking, large creature, uh, black scaled, long tail holding a sword. This is a black dragonborn. Now, this dragonborn are not people that we have talked about a lot in this world. They are extraordinarily rare in the world that not just the area of Rendenhurst, but the, the continent and the planet. Uh, dragonborn not seen a whole lot here um, in, on this prime material plane. So uh, you, some of you have probably heard of dragonborn, but seeing one in the flesh is a little... You're like, whoa, what is this? So you see them step out from behind a tree, full kitted in armor. And if you look at, um, there is a little, the icon, the token for our new friend. And he steps out from behind a tree, which is behind the portal. And he says. He looks over the group kind of incredulously, um, as if he's a little surprised to see them. Um, and then reaches into his pocket, pulls out what looks like a compass, flicks and proceeds to pay attention to it for, um, for a few moments before closing it in frustration. Um, and then he says some, he says, uh, he speaks in draconic. Um, so 
Does anybody in the party speak Draconic? <laughs> nope. That's it. You just if you start speaking oh, in Draconic, okay. nobody responds to you because they're like. Oh, uh, so he so he tries a few things in Draconic um, before he catches up. Whistler will um, just that repeat. this isn't right. Whistler will just repeat straight back to him, just like words that sound interesting to oh. her, those especially. So she's probably emphasizing just like prepositions. It just makes no sense. <laughs> um, so in a kind of thick accent he will he will just go ah um locals i take it hello that's my in name common is so you aster. i am aster how are you who are, what is your name uh things i am zareth captain zareth and your esther aster yes es- did I say, did I say that? Aster. 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 Yes. Let's see. And you say avian? captain. Looking, you say captain. The, uh, you say captain. Are you with an army? And Finland sort of just no, casually is like presently. reaching over her shoulder to you'll know, possibly have to unhook her her axe very quickly but yeah, you are within her he, he pays it no mind you do not want to tell us who you are so I have told you I am Captain Zareth Captain of what? Me your name. I am. I, I am. You have to be nice, or they won't be nice back. Well, he's holding a sword, Aster. Not everybody can be friends. That's what you think. Not everybody can be friends. Apologies. I wouldn't have my. Right. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Uh, damn, if we could work on that, yeah. I would have my sword as I was just walking around. Yeah. There's definitely one on my hip, right? but I don't like, I'm not like wandering around with my sword. Okay, so you don't, you're just standing there? Okay. Just like all, all right. of us? What, what then brings you I mean, here? Angry looking Where are you I from? Am, I am here at the bequest of my mistress to I am from, I am from the Astral Sea. Uh, do we know where this is? If you would like, I've you can been... make... Oh, if you would like to figure out where the Astral Sea is, you can make an intelligence check. Ah, oh, dang. All right. Which I know no one in this group is particularly good at. That's what you think. Yeah. I got an 11. That's what you think. I got, a, I got a dirty 20. Ooh. Hey! I just... I got a nat 1 and my intelligence is minus 1. I just need you... Share it. <laughs> <laughs> Whistler gets a zero. Big old goose egg for Whistler. Is that the next city over? <laughs> <laughs> uh, boss, did Boss that roll? Yeah, Boss, oh. I didn't even try. We don't. 
I have a plus one in intelligence, so tw- 19 plus one, dirty 20. <laughs> okay, so, um, so, um, Aster, this is what you know about the Astral Sea, that it is a, it, there are many planes. You're looking into the plane of Earth right here, and that's what you see into. The Astral Sea is a different plane, but it's not a sea, it's more of a... <sighs> Explaining the Astral Sea is hard, and it's going to be hard to ex- for you to explain to your friends. I'm going to try to find a good explanation. Um, that is it if is, I choose to tell. <laughs> if you, you choose to tell your friends. Just be like, I don't know, guys. It, it is described as a barren place of other dimensional nothingness extending in all directions. A little solid substance that floated in the bright gray void was typically chunks of matter broken from the original plane. The Astral Sea is where a lot of weird stuff comes from. Just FYI. It's just like this weird big void that things just kind of float in. Esther, I noticed that you seem to recognize this word. Does it mean something? Uh, Well, it has my name in it. Oh, astral Astra or Laster. Ah. It's very close. I, I, I liked that. I have family in Feywild. That's nowhere near your plane, but that's nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you seem nice. <laughs> He's just giving us information. I don't know what you're talking. People so are this mistress has sent you here to do what exactly? Uh, I am tracking a creature that is causing disturbances within the astral sea, creating, and he looks over at the portal and just goes, these. Oh, that's good. Uh, We're, we are trying to locate these portals. So you say that you know where, uh, what, what is creating them? I do. Excellent. Will you be sharing this with us? And I have have tracked the creature here. This does seem to be the origin of the issue. Or at least this planet. Planet? You guys have noticed... Like, as if he isn't sure. Yeah, there is solid around you. There's dirt and trees and all this stuff. You're kind of... You guys notice that Robin, who would normally be right up in this, has not come up. Robin has been kind of eerily quiet. Robin is sketching this new person from the back of Pan. And you guys see out of the portal something red and pink come out. It wraps around Pan's midsection and into the portal... Robin and Pan are pulled. No! No! I would like to leap in after. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Um, I I am going to grab Whistler and I've got the stone. And so I pull pull the stone, the, the speaking stone that Robin gave me, uh, at the beginning because Robin was so insistent on going through this portal and I wasn't going to let them and they gave me this uh, this speaking stone to keep in touch with them and I I circle it and I and I'm trying to speak into it Robin where are you are you okay you hear back 
I'm just trying to run in again. I'm just trying to break free. I need. Uh, okay, do I have to grapple? You might if Rob if if Whistler is going for it. You might have to pull Whistler out. Things are very black and white for her right. when it comes to helping people. I will say, I, I, if all this happened, like, Aster watched uh, Robin just get pulled in, went, that's unfortunate, and then, like, watched Whistler. That is also unfortunate. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not gonna try and help this time. I'm weak as shit. I am going to throw the rope back in, since we were literally just holding it after having thrown the incense in. Okay. Uh, and, uh, Zareth, you see all of these people all of a sudden scramble right to the end of the portal as two of their party members, some sort of weird animatronic wooden creature and a tiny little cat, cat person, are pulled into this black void. The avian, whose name you still do not know, tries to go in. The half-orc stops her, and you see one of the, uh, the, one of the elves throw in a rope. Finland, you throw in the rope. Yes. What are you throw the rope. <laughs> okay, it's in there. Excellent. I'm trying to sort of get like throw a decent amount and kind of up high and whatever because I'm assuming that they might be um, near the entrance and if either Pan or Robin could get a hold of it, maybe. Um you know, we might be able to get them back. Okay, uh, what were you gonna, what were you saying, Zareth? Okay, I'll resolve that in just a second. Um, I would like to use an Arcana check to try and close the portal. Okay, make an Arcana check. It's my, it's my first instinct. This seems awfully merciless. Um, I, I rolled a uh, 17. Try and close. The okay. Unfortunately, you do not have any. You do not have any of the required skill sets to close this particular portal. Uh, you don't have any of the spells that would be needed to basically shut it off. Uh, you you would know you know the spells needed. You just don't have them. Um. Do uh, am I able to tell that that's what he's doing? Uh, or no. am I just distracted by Whistler and the stint yes, trying to scream into the stone? You are distracted by everything. Because what you do is you look over at Zareth, who is just, he he's not, like, he's just looking at the portal and, like, examining it right now. He's not pulling out any pieces. He's just looking to see what's up. He's not okay. actively, like, trying to do something. He's just looking at it, like all of you are. Um, so, so I, is anybody trying? Does the road move at all? Uh-huh. Would that give me any information? Um, the same information that the other players already have as you look in and you see this vast plane of dirt and rock and crystals that this is in flat, a different plane of existence. It is not the astral sea. It is not the prime material. It is some plane of earth. So Finland, you um, throw the rope in, you throw the rope in, um, if you try to pull back, the rope comes back by itself. Well, this is not ideal. Um, um, Jack, take this end, and I start tying the rope around myself. So Whistler's still trying to go in. Uh, that, what if we what if we send in Whistler? Because I send in it, Whistler. 
I say sure, and I grab Whistler. And once the once I have a good solid knot, I'm gonna go through, and I'll take Whistler with me. Just okay. aren't like wing and arm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you kind of, sort of like you're tied around. You're sort of you just start jogging, and as you do, you just grab whistler and whistler just starts jogging right along with you and you guys one two three poof, and you leap into a different plane of existence where we promise as you are there out. <laughs> you do not pass out i was about you to do say, not pass out this is not because i read up about other planes so i was like <laughs> i know the feywild's different uh so you you guys are not passing into hell, so there is no constitution check to uh, to pass into this other plane of existence. And again, we just so you guys can mute yourselves if you're not speaking. That would be fantastic for me. So um, Whistler and uh, uh, Finland, you find yourself. I'm going to switch over to a new map for these two people. Oops, that's the wrong one. Um, you find yourself. Just the two of you, because you're the ones who leapt in. Everybody else is just back here. I'll just bring you guys in later if you decide to come in. You are in between. You're in this, like, vast, again, earthen realm where you're kind of in this cavern, like, this um, canyon. And up the sides are these huge walls, and they're not sheer cliffs. It's like there are some, like, hills that are turned on their side and coming out one direction they're going like all these different directions as you look into the distance you see like some large sort of crystalline spires so made out of like something natural they're not they're not worked like like i said last time everything in here is just sort of natural and they're these weird like earthen shapes and these these cliff walls go up for hundreds 400 500 feet you basically can't see where the top goes and that's where you guys are. If you guys would both like, you can make a survival check. Big seven for Whistler. Nine. Nine. Okay. Um, so what you guys see as you come in, you're kind of befuddled and you're like, and it's a little bit hot. It's kind of, it's that dry kind of deserty heat. Um, and you look around and your survival checks, the ground that you're walking on is a hard, dry earth. And you're just like, you don't see any evidence of Robin or Pan anywhere. Like not even footprints, nothing. Nope. Um, okay, I'm gonna make the executive decision that it's gonna be like, we're gonna need more than just us then. So I'm going to grab the rope and I'm gonna give it three really hard tugs Assuming that Jack's going to understand that that is clearly me and clearly a message. Also, I, so Jack, I have I to you are holding the rope. I received the, uh, I, I feel the uh, really hard rope, the really hard tugs. And um, I'm going to do two quick, like not, not really hard, just like two quick, like, hey, are, are, are you asking me to pull you back? Um, or are you asking me to come in? Like, uh, just like, basically, it's, it's an inquisitive, it's an inquisitive couple of tugs. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, exactly like Simon says it back. Okay. Um, I'm going to interpret that as uh, they want us in there. Um, and so I turn to Bastet and Aster and I just go, we got to go. We got to go in. 
They're okay. <laughs> They're okay. Um, but we we can't we can't leave Robin. It's so muddy over there, though. I know, but this is Robin, and Robin would do the same for us, and you know that. I guess. So, uh, Captain Zara, what is your experience with going in and out of these portals? Into them? He looks people is just like the last thing that he would think of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, domain of the domain of Earth is odd. You may not end up where your friends are if you have a hold on them with the rope. Pull them to you. Others are they are there or they are not. What if save them what, or die with them? What if we're them? holding on to the rope? What if the as we're going through? We hold on to the rope, and we we would we end up in the same place as the as our friends on the other side. You did last time when you jumped in the Maybe, portal to hell. He said. So, so, so if if the portal to the plane of Earth is like the portal to the plane of hell, you guys all end up in the same place. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll hold on to the rope, and you go in. If you can see Robin. Hold, no, I can't. Hold. I can't take the risk that we'll end up in three different places. This no, and so I I take the rope and um, I give it like just one hard tug before I start dragging it backwards. Like you so get one one. I look at Whistler and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Finla is starting to be yanked back through the portal because she's and so Whistler just waves at you. <laughs> I can't be trusted. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's true. Okay, am I back on? Am I back in the prime material plane? Yes, you are at this point because you have been yanked back through to the prime material. If um, I were to yell into the portal, would Whistler hear me? Uh, make, uh, just try. Make a performance check. Okay. If you try to yell into the plane. I'm going to yell and... into the plane going like, Vistler, get your ass over here now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Is it like Whistler Marie? 14. <laughs> Unfortunately, sound... <laughs> Sound does not travel through the portals the same as physical objects. And Whistler, you hear. Ooh. We uh -oh. need. We need to get uh -oh. back. We need to go very quickly. We um, Whistler is there, but we have no idea where Robin and Pan are. There's no sign of them anywhere. But it is safe. We did not. We did not pass out. We can breathe. But. If we are going to find Robin and Pan, we need all of us. I suppose, Captain, you should come too, since you clearly know these liminal doorways. And I start heading back. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, go I'm going to turn. I, I'm going to turn to 
this new guy and I'm just gonna look at him and like just be like please we need all the help we can get I I I need her back I will help you if you help me of course of course new friend I got you okay Uh, then confidently walks into the portal your dude. What does Boss Head say? I just, you know, a paladin will get their fellow paladin. They just need some, you know, risk assessment first before jumping in. But we're, we're yeah. not in this, our group and uh, reunited it. Reunited it. All right. So everybody else, you see Whistler, Finland comes back. And then followed by Finland is followed by uh, this new person that you met, this black dragonborn, and then Vostet and and uh, Jack and um, Aster. So you guys all kind of, and none of you pass out, unlike the plane to hell. Um, it's not as hot as hell; it's the dry heat. And you guys see Whistler, who's still kind of going. It's not so and much as the humidity that'll kill you. <laughs> uh, two questions. Well, one question and one comment. Uh, after Fenlin left, could I make uh, like an insight check to see if I have an idea of like, okay, if she was pulled through here, there are no tracks. What's the most sure, likely? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. I'd also like uh, to do an in uh, an investigation, much the same, much the same it- result. Okay, go make it ahead. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Whistler, what'd you get? Dirty 20 on insight. Okay, you know that that Finland and Jack have a shorthand because they've known each other since they were very small. So you figure that all of this tugging that Finland was doing is is a sign, and then Finland just comes right back in. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, I meant uh, oh. Pan. Uh, Pan oh. and Robin. Okay, um, you... Um, let's see what let's hear what uh, Zara's investigation check is. Twenty-three. Okay, twenty-three. Um, you spend because you have you're a little here a little bit longer, Whistler. So you're like waving at Finland, and you turn around and look. And like I said, it's a very dry heat, and the earth is kind of like a dry, cracked earth. And you barely, both of you, barely, barely see some tracks going this direction, further into the canyon, further down. None of like, this is grass. None of this is grass. But you see tracks. Um, I- I'm going to draw a shape. Going this direction. Oh, nope, that's not the shape I wanted to draw. I wanted a line. You see it? Tracks going this direction. So. Sarah. Yes. Um, the, it, the, the crystalline structures. Is there anything in here that looks like the meteor that came through? Uh, make an investigation check. Uh, investigation, or can I, uh, uh, can I do a, um, insight check? Nope, investigation. Okay. Thank you. Uh, 19. Uh, I got a, uh, Uh, nat 20. It was a, it was a nat 20, and I've got a negative one. 
Okay, so uh, with that, you know that none of the none of the structures that you see, all of the dirt that you see, the the meteor that came through was that black sort of lava rock. Everything that you see that is around you is dark brown and red and like that muddy earth. And the crystalline structures that you see, and even like the glinting of the shining that you see at the distance as well, and like on either sides, like going through the canyon, the crystalline structures are like tall and like red and white and blue and like clear crystals, and the glinting that you see is like um it would be more like a copper or a uh, uh an iron ore you do not see any of the black sort of volcanic rock that the meteor was cool um and dusty then here. uh was there yes, did you say anything about like the footprints i would have uh as i just kind of none of this is grass i would have pointed to them Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna try and like call for I'm gonna try and call for Robin through the speaking stone again. You get no response. Okay. Like, that that is not well, ideal. As Robin was our uh in-house sketcher, uh Bastet has now sketched what the what this uh little thing looks like with us being like <laughs> all right Zareth, you were gonna say something yes um so so i say to the to the to the orc who i don't know the name of yet um is 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 this connected to your friend it's supposed to be uh did you did you say you don't know my name yet or did you just the no, only two people who, the only people that have, yeah, yeah have been I, I Aster just, and Finland, everybody else, if, yeah. I was wondering if you had mentioned out loud that you don't know my name yet. Okay, cool. Nope, he just looks to you and speaks to you. Yeah, I just, um, I'm in a panic and I'm not thinking about being nice. <laughs> I'm, I'd like okay. to. Let me see if I can. He, he reaches his hand out for the for the speaking stone. Um, let me see if I can't find them. And he pulls out his compass again. I okay. would like to pick up the trail that Whistler pointed out and start trying to basically extrapolate it and see if I can get further. Okay. Further down. Make make a make a survival check. While she's doing that, Whistler is just going to start blindly following these footprints. Um, 16. Okay. Can I? Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, um, I can support Finland, you. I don't need your help. I'm just Finland, <laughs> as, as you're looking, these are not, these are four legs, these tracks that you see. So it's, and the tracks are too big and you know what pan tracks look like by now. These tracks are too big to be Pan's tracks, and they have three toes. Well, these each, these, each thing has three these toes. feet that that Whistler has found they they do not look like like Pan's feet. They are like yeah. um, lizard feet or something with three three toes. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't seem like something with tentacles. Maybe, but I say they're the only. They are the only feet that we have found, so these feet are the feet that we should follow. 
Follow the feats. Um, I, I, I look at Zareth and I'm just like, I, I hold, I, I look at the stone and I'm just like, I. Here. Uh, to the to the DM, I have um, yes. Uh, navigate navigation tools, and because I'm. You know, because I, I'm a captain of a ship and I sail in the Astral Sea, I have magical navigating navigators tools. What I'd uh-huh. like to do is see if I can't use those tools on this plane um, to figure out, A, if the, uh, if the stone is working and we just can't hear them, um, or if of the magical item to track uh, to, to track where, where where it is on the other side. So, like, trying to... Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, you take... What you have to do is, like, take your navigator's tools, and then you place the, you place the sending stone kind of on top of it, like on top of your compass. And uh, you guys notice the compass starts spinning and spinning and spinning, and it points a little bit... Um, let's, it starts pointing in where Zareth is. It starts pointing in this direction, a.k.a. going into the cliff. Is that the same direction as the footsteps? The footprint, yes. Let's go. Um, I, I'm gone. I, I, I start heading. I start heading that way, but I look at, uh, but I look at, um, at the at the orc and just, uh, and with kind of an inquisitive look, like, why do you care so much? <laughs> Yeah, Jack, why do you care? <laughs> yeah, it's the question we've all been wondering. Are we gonna and by the way, David, uh, by the way, David, you do have control over your token in roll twenty, so you can move him as you wish. Ooh, let's see if I can't figure that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, and oh, here we go. Jack just says Leave no man behind. Um, that wasn't the yeah. Finland is totally gonna like <laughs> give you the side eye and be like, <clears throat> fast <Bastet> goes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody believed you, Jack. I didn't even have him roll inside checks. You didn't even roll deception. No, straight up. Nobody believed you. Running so fast. Does Zareth believe me? Because that's all I need. <laughs> Yeah, Zareth. Uh, yeah, do you do you believe uh, her? I have a plus seven insight. Should I roll it? Sure, go for it. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, do you want to roll a deception check or just a or a persuasion check, Jack? It's up to you. Um, we're gonna do persuasion. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a six. <laughs> yeah, um, so Zareth, you know she's not telling the truth, but you don't know what the real answer is. You know she's, she's she. it's it's partial, like it's a half truth. Like it is partially leave no person behind, but there's something else there. There's like a layer underneath and you're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> this may be something I can use later. Yeah. I keep picturing because Whistler's just like trucking down this canyon. <laughs> that Whistler's like going really fast, 
and like singing all the Minotaur like marching chants, but really quickly. Yes. <laughs> and Aster's just like, Jesus, God, like, God damn it. Whisper. <laughs> ah. um, so, uh, Follow, um, I'm, not, I'm just gonna use, because this is one of the maps actually that I created on Incarnate. Thank you, Incarnate, for making my life easier. Um, so uh, you guys continue walking and continue walking. And Zareth, you have your um, uh, you have your compass with the sending stone on top. So that's that connection to Robin. And as you guys continue walking down, it's like 10, 15 minutes. And the, the, the compass, it's like going straight and then it starts turning and it starts turning and it starts turning and it starts turning and it's almost going, it's at this point, it's at like a, a 60 degree angle from where you guys are. So somehow Robin got into the cliff. Um, and, is and, there and, an obvious opening or like stairs or anything? How tall is the cliff? I have a passive perception of 22. Does that give me anything? Yes, we'll get there in just a second. Uh, Asha, what were you going to oh. say? How Apparently, some people have perceptions. The cliff. <laughs> the cliff itself somebody is. Took a feet. Yeah. yeah. What? Somebody. Spoiler alert! Somebody's also a higher level than all of you. Um. Uh. Uh. The cliff itself is four hundred to five hundred feet tall. Uh, that you can tell. And there's no like crevices or like cards. As as Zareth, as as Zareth is the one who is holding the compass, as you start walking, you do start seeing because these walls that walls, these cliffs are like, like I said, like dark brown earth and like red mud and red clay, and there'll be like streaks of white every once in a while. You do kind of see like a darker spot coming up to what would be to your right. Uh, yes, no, look at it. I'm gonna detect magic in the area. Okay, cast you cast detect magic. Thirty feet, uh, the thirty feet around you. Um, yeah. There's some faint magical energies, but it's all um, and they kind of like move around. You imagine that these are very, very small, minute magical creatures that live in the rock. But there's no, there's no way of, there's no like massive magical energy. It's not like there's like a lodestone or anything nearby. We'll keep moving whichever direction, I guess, there is compasses. Yeah. So yeah, you guys see kind of a dark spot coming up to your right. It looks like it might be an entrance to something. I uh, approach it cautiously and observantly and, um... Uh, does anyone detect anything that I should be aware of before I get too close? I do the opposite of that. You run? Shocker. Full Wily Coyote. Shocker, I tell you. Um, this is my best Whistler, do you have dark vision? No. <laughs> Whistler doesn't. Whistler does not have dark vision. Whistler, you run? And about, it, it, if we're, we're going to wily coyote this, you start running and you have run so fast that you takes you about, if it's like cartoon wily coyote, he ran off the edge of the cliff, stops, realizes that he has run off the edge of the cliff, and then looks down and falls. Nope. So Whistler just <laughs> into the black runs. Yeah, there's like a Wilhelm scream. Whistler runs and is running so fast that she does not realize that her feet are not touching the ground and she falls about 10 feet down. 
um, into a black, the blackness. And Whistler, you take three points of bludgeoning damage as you fall onto the ground. As I hover in the air, I would like to take three seconds to scribble out a help sign and hold it up. <laughs> also, as, as um, the only person in the party with wings. Kinku can't fly. They're aesthetic. I'm not an Aarakocra. So I was basically right behind Whistler the whole time. So, yeah. but I didn't run. So as I see Whistler go that way, I just stand on the edge and go, God damn it. God damn it. Can we Are tell okay, Whistler? it is? Yeah. And so, and you, so what happened because Whistler ran in. Whistler, and you run in. And so if you guys follow Whistler's lead, but not running, for everybody that has dark vision, which should be everybody else walks in it goes about 30 feet and then there is a an, a pretty steep 10 foot incline and you guys look down and there's whistler just like uh, laying on the ground i just want to say i really love that the token person without dark vision is not a human in this campaign yes i look at i look at whistler and i yell hey whistler are you okay Whistler, okay. Awesome. Uh, so wait, is okay. it an incline? You see, an incline? You see her get up and sort of dust off. Um, is okay. there anything down there, or should we bring you up? Um, Whistler doesn't know. She I'm, can't I'm see. I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to. It, is it an incline, or is it a cliff, or is it a sheer cliff face? It's like, it's, it's what, what would be like an 89 degree sheer cliff face. Oh. There's barely any incline. You guys, if you would like to use rope to climb down or just make an athletics check or an acrobatics check to jump down, you can I do that. Can't, I, can't I, do that. I do that. Yes, I, I do that. I'm going to do an, an athletics check. Bostet just goes with her claws out. And this area that you're in, it's a little bit softer earth, so it's easier for you to get your claws in, Bostet, and you just take the five feet, you take the 10 feet down very, very easy. It feels because the, the humidity is in here, and so she's really loving it. She's like, oh, this feels like home. Um, so she just like slides on down, is like, sees Whistler, and is like, are you okay? Yeah. And tries to see if there's anything else. Like real quiet, like a cat too, and like, oh, like in your face. Answer. You can't. I got a 22. 22. 12. While they're doing this, I want to light a torch. (laughs) Okay. So, um, Whistler lights a torch. I'm still on the cliff. Um, You are... But I don't want to do any of that uh, shit. Jack Jack and uh, Zareth, are you jumping down or are you standing standing on top of the cliff face next to Aster? Are you coming down? What is down the only way to go, or are there other paths? Uh, make a perception check. Um, can I keep my passive 22? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you just kind of look around and you realize that, yes, down is the only way to go. The only way to go is down this kind of tunnel area. Okay, I hop down. Okay, make an athletics check real quick. Athletic. Athletics or acrobatics? He chose down. <laughs> he chose down. Dirty 20. 
Okay, yeah, Zareth very easily boom, hops down, lands, you know, very not, impressive. You guys not, are like, not as nimbly as me. I did it. No, not as nimbly as Aster. More pizzazz. Oh, he well, has look. he lands with he lands with more of a thud than you do. Like his is more of a thuddy landing. Yours is a very acrobatic, like tiptoe landing. <laughs> well, Aster's gonna have the best landing because I'm gonna cast Misty Step and just disappear and reappear at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jack was doing the, like <laughs> Whistler, Whistler. So, um, okay. oh, no, no, full on, not, not not careful butt slide. Just like, nope, I'm just sliding on my butt all the way down. The Aster, you just see Aster like get covered in mist, and then the mist disappears, and then like right next to Whistler, the mist reappears, and I'm there. Fashion. So Whistler, you look over, and yeah. Asher just goes, fashion. I am the coolest person here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so, Whistler, now you can see, uh, because you now have a torch, and everybody else can see, and you see this long, dark tunnel um, in front of you. This place just seems to be, it says it's the Earth plane, but it seems to be the plane of tunnels so far. You don't know what's up with this. Secret tunnel. Um, oh, that is what Aster will start playing on the lute. It just came, um, it came to me in the dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I I walk a little. Oh, I think Boston into that into the tunnel, kind of exploring anything. Oh, okay, and Boston pebbles or anything I can throw. Yes, you can pick one up. Bossette was trying to say something, though. Alyssa mm -hmm. was trying to say something. I just want to ask if the the small magic is all around here to like reserve more. Yeah, you can still feel. You can still feel. Nope, you don't feel anything concentrated. It's just like some some sort of small creatures, like very very tiny minuscule creatures, um, are like moving around in the rocks, and they're slightly magical. But you don't think that's you know, there's no like big thing of magical uh, energy. Yeah. Okay, Finland, you pick up a few rocks and pebbles, very easy to do in the plane of Earth. Uh, you have them in your hand. What would you like to do with them? I want to kind of like chuck them as hard as I can, kind of get an idea of the length and depth of this thing. Okay. Uh, make an athletics check. 27. You take a handful and you just- I was at 20. <laughs> you're, yeah, your, your papu would be very proud. And you breathe, and then you throw, and you hear, and in the distance, you hear like a clattering of all of them falling. Um, it, you guess it, you threw them down. It probably they landed maybe a hundred or two hundred twenty feet ahead. Like so a roll. So is there, I'm so glad that I wasted my nat twenty on chucking rocks. Um. It's <laughs> Um, it seems like a very long tunnel, but um, throwing the rocks doesn't seem to have made any any extra noises like creatures or anything. So, but um, after recent events, everybody keep your eyes up. Not you, Whistler, but you just stay close to Aster. I just like point to my torch, like, like don't say anything, but just kind of a come on. And I just mutter, uh, wait, what was the phrase? Who is Whistler uh, Jason now? 
Oh, it's always me. <laughs> I just mutter, pull a whistler. <laughs> uh, don't forget your caution. Always have that out as well. Excellent. All right. So I start looking at myself like, is my caution out? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> is my caution out? Um, I um, start heading down the, the tunnel. So you're walking, as you're walking, it gets wetter. It's starting to get wetter and wetter. You guys realize you're on a little subtle incline. So you're getting like deeper into like where some, there's might be a source of water or something nearby. And like a lot of caves where um, even in the earth plane, there is water, surprise. Um, so and it's very muddy up here. Well, it's not muddy. It's just kind of like, it's because this is more of like a, a stone, not like dirt like where you're walk, walking into. So it's like the, the water is like seeping through the stone. So it's just like, like, like when you're in a cave. cave. Like, cow, like, yeah, like when you're in a cave. cave and stuff. Okay. Cave exactly. Kisses. Starting to like castle. Yeah. Do you <laughs> have an umbrella? Walking... <laughs> no. Yes. Get Robin to make you one. Um, when you find Robin. Uh, so you guys are walking 120 feet and it's eerily quiet down here. It's just, you guys can hear your own breathing, your own footsteps. Um, and uh, you just like whatever kind of boots you have, if you're going stealthily or whatever. And uh, so as you're walking, I'm going to move you to a new map. Finally, you get to a point where you see a larger opening. Uh, the end of this tunnel so you see this kind of cavern area and you guys were like we just were in a cavern what the heck and uh, for those of you that can see this is what you can see so far it does seem to open up out of this like 15 foot wide tunnel into a wider cavern at this point everybody who would like to can make a perception check Fourteen. Or will my passive be okay? Yeah, passive's fine. Twenty-two. Thirteen. <laughs> oh no. Eighteen. Maybe what was that, Jack? shouldn't stay near me. Do you even know we're underground? <laughs> it's fine. I got a thirteen. Too busy singing okay, secret Okay, uh, Whistler? Yeah, Whistler, what did you get? Eighteen. Okay. So if you got a uh, 15 or higher, you can hear further in um, this direction. Uh, I imitate those sounds and I point toward it. What What is this? I take, off, I take off where Whistler's pointing. Same. <laughs> if you both take off, I take off after you. And I grab Aster. We're just a bunch of, we're just a bunch of himbos here. Uh, rushing in. Um, <laughs> as you guys run in, you see Pan, Pan, and Robin on the far side of the um, of the cavern, and it kind of looks like um, Robin has some sort of weird mucusy something covering their mouth, and they're going, <laughs> and they're like trying to point they can't because they're held by something um does it seem safe to approach or make a perception check that's all we're doing living underground leaving uh 19 okay uh and finland uh and finland as whistler approaches 
you guys realize that it is probably Robin is trying to tell you something. Robin is trying to say something to you and point at something. Whistler, himbo that she is. Oh. I was too busy as Aster, stuff. As Aster reaches out, Whistler's cape, bare, like, armor just barely passes by. As And she's like, oh, that's my friend. Gotta go save her. Things and are very you... black and white for Whistler. Whistler, um, man, and Robin, stop. Robin's going like this. She's going, fruh, fruh. they're going, fruh, fruh. and as you run forward, Whistler, I will say you guys have, uh, uh, you, as you run forward, up from underneath the ground. So last time you got, it came from above. This time it's coming from below. As from underneath you, underneath the earth, you see, you guys that are not whistlers see the earth start rising, and you see this large uh, quadrupedal scaled creature made of almost like made of rock. It is in fact some sort of lizard creature made out of rock, and it just melded into the ground with earth, with like mold earth, and it has come back up, and it is very dark brown, and it looks like dirt, and now Whistler is essentially on top of it. I need everybody to roll for initiative. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's me, Monica, back with everybody's favorite uh, break for these episodes. Um, we got all of our shout-out, all of our, not shout-outs, we got all of our stuff done at the beginning, as you guys heard. I'm just here to give you guys, like, a little break, stretch, do whatever you need to do, um, before we get back into it and start battling that monster. Um, so, first off, uh, our Patreon Session Zero will be drop dropping this Friday, uh, November 20th. So if you're not a patron or a patron, you better go become one. All you need to do is become a $3 patron and you'll get access to this month's one shot. And if you keep subscribing, you'll get access to all of our one shots in the future. Then our actual one shot for this month, the soft animal one shot will be going up on the 27th. So next Friday, session zero will be this Friday. Next Friday will be the actual episode. Um, and again, only patrons can have access to that. If you're not a patron, you won't get access to it. Um, I really want everybody to see it. So all you have to do is donate uh, $3 a month to be able to see our one-shots. It's really cool. Um, now let's get on to shout-outs. We do have one Kofi shout-out from John B. Who said, y'all are awesome, love the show. Uh, you're awesome. And we really think you're- we love you, honestly. You're really cool and... We were really excited to uh, that you support us so much. Um, and then we'll do our Patreon shoutouts. So we have four patrons. A big thank you to Adam Eiler, Helen Gore, Laird, Claudia Dronofsky, and John B. Thank you guys so much for being top tier patrons. We really appreciate all of your support. One other small announcement. I realized we haven't actually been advertising this. Um, but we do have a Facebook group now for Yas. Uh, it's the Yas, it'll be Yas Party Members, I believe it is, or Your Average Adventuring Show Party Members Facebook group, I believe is what it is. The link will be down below, uh, where you guys can, like, post anything you want that you think is related to the show, uh, anything, like, that you think would be relevant to the show, like memes or something, uh, you can post them there and we'll all see it and we can reshare anything 
from the group onto our page, which we will definitely be doing as well. Uh, so yeah, link to our Facebook group will be down below along with all of our other links. Um, the next episode of this show, the uh, Emerald Wield that we are doing, uh, goes up on December 12th. Uh, we haven't filmed it yet, but I'm very excited uh, to do it because it'll be fun. Uh, we will be ending this arc in at the end of December as well due to some scheduling conflicts with uh, myself and Tanya because uh, we work at a Renaissance Festival and as of right now that Renaissance Festival is still opening uh, with COVID. If it doesn't open then we will most likely continue doing this story uh, but we will be ending this arc of the Emerald Wield at the end of December. Uh, because of scheduling conflicts. Uh, but once all of that is over, we are definitely going to be picking up the story again for you guys. Uh, I really enjoy being in it, and I'm sad that I won't be able to be in it if Sherwood does happen. But if it doesn't, then this is irrelevant. I'll keep you guys updated with that. I am excited to see what you guys think about the rest of the show today. Uh, yeah. I hope you guys have a good day, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. It's a salamander. Great. Ooh. All right. I got a natural so did 20 anybody at roll... 22. Okay, I was about to ask. So we got a natural 20. All right. All right. Um, so, David, I don't know if you know this. The way I work nat 20s on initiative is you get two full rounds before everybody else. So, yeah, but sorry, you get a round before everybody else, and then you take your round in the natural um, order. So if somebody does, ha like, you got a 22... Um, naturally so you'll take your natural 20 round and if somebody got over a 22 they will go and then you will go but you get to go like right off the bat did anybody get above a 22 no okay so you're gonna take two rounds right after each other okay between uh but did anybody else get above a 20 so like a 20 or a 21 between between a 15 and a 20 all right aster no jack i lied i don't know how to count Okay. 15. And what'd you get, Wessler? 16. Okay. Between a 10 and a 15. Now that's me. <laughs> okay. What'd you get? 13. What'd you get, Finlan? 13. Okay, I think Finlan's um, dex is higher. Uh, what did you get? Uh, what did you get, Bastet? I rolled a one, so I got three. Oh no, Bastet's going last. Um, okay, so you get your full action, movement, and bonus action, Zareth. You are the first one as you see the er raw earth sort of like come up and form into a creature. And it is, in fact, huge. So, yeah, Zareth, so you get your full movement, action, and bonus action. You see this huge rock lizard just come out of the ground. What would you like to do? Okay. I mean, first I say eat. Um, I am going to, um, I am going to move forward thirty feet. Um, okay, you can drawing get... my sword as I do. Okay, you can um, get to about. Oop, you can get to about right here next to uh, next to Aster. Uh, okay, pull me back. Pull me back to uh, ten feet. I want to be close, but not that close. Um, and Aster's okay, the. Is the little is the little creature that yeah. is currently on top of it. 
Oh no, I'm the pink one. No, that's Whistler. I am bright. So, pink. Uh, yeah, Aster is a really colorful one. Whistler is the Kinku who is on top of the creature. This is me. Okay. Um, Whistler's the idiot. So there's so yeah. there's a creature there's a creature on top of on top. Yes. Roughly, like she's about to. She's not going to be like directly on top, but she's going to be like right next to it. Essentially, she's kind of yeah. She's um, like right I... here, right next to it. Um, I speak a very, very, I, I shout in Draconic, um, and uh, who's on t who's on top of the, the uh, It's Whistler, it's the Kinku right here. Okay. Um, Whistler, um, you are now hasted. You have a plus two to your AC. You have uh, double movement, and you get an additional attack during the attack action. Um, I, uh, I like I like to keep my minions well uh, well enhanced. Uh <laughs> so Whistler, as this Sorry. as this Whistler's new person, that's okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's okay. No, as this new person scree like yells out something in Draconic, all of a sudden Whistler. Feel faster. Your heart—it's already beats pretty quickly. Your heart's beating a little faster. You feel your blood pumping. You've never felt this before. You're like, I can go faster than everything. Uh, and then Zareth, uh, you also have a new because that was your natural twenty round. Now you are—we starting—we are starting the initiative order. So you have your movement okay. bonus action and action to start. Um, I will. I will step up to the creature. Um, and I will. Give uh, you can get. You cannot get there. You can move 30 feet, so you can get pretty close. You can get, like, right there. Oh. Each okay. square is uh, five feet. Okay, okay. Um, so you can make it to, like, there. Okay, that's fine. Um, I have I have more than one way to deal damage. Uh, I will I'll point my sword out and... Uh, and uh, my fire cantrip. Um, I don't know why it escapes okay. me right now. Firebolt. <laughs> firebolt. Firebolt, yep. Yeah, firebolt. Cool. Yep, roll uh, d20, four, add your spell attack. 14 versus, 14? 14 versus AC. Does not hit. Okay. Cool. You're in this close. Um, um, uh, you, uh, I say it, it, what, it, it does hit it, but this thing is made out of natural rock, and you realize it just kind of, the fire just kind of... Things off, of off of it. Um, okay. Yep. Well, uh, I have cast two spells and moved closer. I'm I'm feeling good about this situation. All right, uh, Whistler, you are next. You feel your blood is pumping. <sighs> you see your friend there. This thing, yeah. Just fully shouting with excitement. Uh, battle axe out. Just. Uh, Mm, yeah, first I'll just take a whack at it. Okay. Ooh, 24 to hit. That hit. But that's the wrong die. Sorry. I looked at the wrong thing. Jesus. Uh, uh five damage. Okay. And I'm gonna attack again. Can I, do I gather if it's like... On mechanical level, and this your your axe is your as your axe slashing damage. Yeah, your yeah. axe should be slashing damage. It is not resistant to the slashing damage. No. Cool. I will hit it again. 
that's like a 23. Yep, that hits. Uh, for four damage. Okay. So you start just like, ha! Like whacking at it with your axe. And chips of rock are kind of breaking off of this thing. Uh, are you going to move or are you going to stay where you are? Oh, I'm staying right here. Actually, All right, uh, the whistler's no, like, yes! I will just move behind it so I'm not getting out of range of it. Okay. Uh, Jack, you are next. Uh, so I'm going to... I, I can't find the little measuring tool, so I think, like, this is right at 30 feet. Not sure. Yeah, um, you're and, good. It's like 25, so yeah, you're good. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to go after it with my longsword. Okay. Um, and, I do and I do have my shield out. Okay, cool. So this is going to be one-handed. Yeah, uh, and it did not hit. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, are you going to do anything else? Bonus action? Are you just going to stay where you are? Um, let me, let me see. I, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, I'm actually going to, um, go ahead and use the, um, precision attack and, uh, no, actually, no, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. That's right. Uh, I'm lucky. And so I'm going to try again. Okay. Go for it. Let's. There we go. No, uh, so that was a um, whole nine. Um, no. So uh, um, I uh, am just, yeah, that's that's all I've got for now. Okay, cool. Um, Finland, it is your turn. I um, grab my axe. I yell, logo to monopathy. I take a run, like a just super stride running start. I use my ring of jumping, which will take me 54 feet, which actually should take me to on top of the lizard. It will take 30 feet. Well, if you jump 30 feet, you can well, jump on top yeah, of the lizard. Yeah, that's well yes. within my jump range. Um, yes. And I'm going to swing my gray axe. Down, I'm assuming. <laughs> As you land. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> um. 21. Yes, that hits. Okay. Um, so let me grab the correct die. Um, 12. And then I'd like to do okay. my extra attack. Swinging down okay. again. <laughs> okay. Let me do math. Okay. Um, 17. That is its armor class. It's Our AC is 17. So yeah, you just hit. Ah, all right. It's a natural trait. It's made of rock. It's rock. It's bare. I was about to say, I like, I had myself muted, but I said, damn rock monsters. Damn. Yes. Grig neck. Grig neck. Grig um, <laughs> um, Let's see how many pop culture references we can get into one episode, you guys. <laughs> I totally just blinked. Oh, um, 16. Okay. Um, next no, up is... Aster. I was about to say, you guys are going to kill this before I get to anything. Oh, no, they're uh, not. Okay, I was like, because it's happened and I've cried. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm going to cast Cloud of Daggers. This Aster, if you look at this thing, it looks pretty hardy. I can, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to take out a Shard of Glass for my Cloud of Daggers, uh, throw it over there, use my loot to, like, make it puff into the daggers. And okay. That will stay there, and then I'm going to give inspiration to Whistler. 
Okay, so this thing at the beginning of its next turn or your next turn, it takes damage? Its turn. And it, the cloud will be right Okay, there. cool. Uh, yes, well, so it's, it's a d6 still. Cool. Um, so the cloud, there's a cloud of daggers on the lizard, and uh, it is its turn. So uh, uh, do you, does it make a, I forgot again, is it makes a saving throw? It just, uh, like, I, it just, the damage is done to it. So. Okay, go, do the damage. Thirteen points of damage. Okay, is that psychic damage? Slashing. Slashing. Okay, good. Still not resistant. Okay, um, it is the lizard's turn, and he's gonna open its mouth and go, and something comes out of it. Jack, I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a uh, fourteen. <laughs> uh, Jack, so you this thing spits that same mucus that you kind of see that's on Robin's mouth and it's actually on Robin's whole face like Robin can't like Robin's having a hard time seeing as well and it comes up to your face and it lands and you just kind of go like real quickly you're able to like rip it off of your face and it 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 you realize that that's part of this creature's one of its things to incapacitate help incapacitate its its prey is to make them not see and um talk but it does uh that's its special thing but it does have one bite attack so it is going to also attack you again uh jack that is a 25 to hit ow you take now uh real quick since it has uh someone directly behind it and on top of it does it have uh um disadvantage no, it's a huge creature. Okay. It's I a tried. huge creature. Yeah, it's a huge creature and Finland's medium, so it could very easily just take another person on top of it with no problem. Um, so uh no, you take six, uh you take ten bludgeoning damage as this thing doesn't actually really have teeth. It just has these big powerful bludgeoning like like claw like jaws that like clamp down on you and Ow. crush you. Yes. Ow. Um, Bastet, it is your turn. I'm going to use, um, you know, I'm the farthest back there. I think I'm going to use my movement to dash. Okay. If you use your 60 feet of movement to dash, you can get to right to the creature, like, right, like, right here. Can I I hit it with my scimitar? If I dash? Uh, Not if you use your action. No, because your dash is your action. So your movement is moving, and you're and you have a bonus action though. I have no idea what any of my bonus actions are. So um, okay, so we'll go back to the top to Zareth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I walk up to the beast. Uh, I'm about ten feet from it, right? Uh, yeah, you have moved up to it. You're right next to it. You're five feet from it. You just kind of like scoot around, boss. Okay. Um. I, I take my longsword in both hands. I um, speak the draconic word for fire, and my uh, my sword lights up. Um, and I'm about to give it the business. Uh, do you need fire damage right. um, and slashing damage separately? Uh, uh, first, let's see if you hit, uh, and we'll see what. Not, not with not with that twelve. 
Oh, does not hit, oh, no. Not without 14, lol. 14 does not hit. So what's happening is you've got this fiery sword and you're just hacking at this creature. And for some reason, your sword just isn't cutting into this rock. Um, you don't know what's going uh, no on. No foul. And yep, Whistler, it is your turn. Oh, Whistler, it is your turn. Don't forget, you are hasted and you have bardic inspiration, so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, um, I... I am going to... This definitely doesn't strike me as a fiend, right? Uh, no. No. No, okay. Um, I am going to swing at How it. How many fiends on the elemental planet of Earth? I figured. <laughs> but she's very dumb, so... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna swing she's at it. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna use my inspiration to see if I can actually hit. And I do. Do I? Okay. Yes. What'd you get? 17. Yes, that is his armor class. Woohoo! Bardic inspiration! Thank you. Um, now I'm going to use my last spell slot and dump a divine smite into it. Okay. So it doesn't get the extra, but he does, it doesn't get the extra extra from divine smite, but it does get right. the extra. Hey! Rabbit is, like, intent on slowly chewing my carpet while I'm busy. Um, so very quickly, 3d8. 20 damage. Ooh, wow. Um, you see, uh, Whistler takes her axe up, and as Ari, uh, tries to get Helen to stop chewing carpet. She's literally just uh, in the eye and just like, Stop it! <laughs> Carry on, um... Wes Whistler takes her axe up and takes and just like ah yells a little bit and slams her axe down and cleaves into this rock with this divine smite and takes a pretty like an actual large chunk of rock comes out of this creature. Do not forget you have another attack. Oh, yeah. You are hasty. That's why I just had to go scare her. I will attack again. Yeah, 19. Okay. And I will just attack it regularly. This is why I play wizards. <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. Uh, that was only three damage, though. Okay. Um, Jack. Yes, Jack, it is your turn. All right. Um, so I am going to just keep trying to also... Uh, that I'm angry. It hurt me. I'm not happy about it, so I'm going to swing at it with uh, my... Um, with my longsword, one-handed, uh, I am going okay. to, uh, add a precision die on this one. Um, and so, and no, I'm going to try and be lucky again, because that's just sad. All right, so, uh, that is a, um, 19. Yes, that hit. Yes. Um, and so D eight. Yay. Uh, so then seven, seven slashing damage. Okay. Slashing. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I need to know is if you guys are doing piercing damage to it. If you do piercing damage, I need to know because that's what it's resistant to. So let me know. I don't have my bow um, out. So most of all, <laughs> yeah, all of you guys have done slashing damage so far. Uh, so we're good. I um, left my javelin yeah. on the fire truck. Uh, Jack, would you like to do anything else or are you going to stay right there? 
Um, no, uh, I am going to go ahead and do an action surge as well, and I'm going to uh, okay. try and whack at it again. Okay. Uh, and that is, uh, that does not hit. That does not reach 17. Okay. Finland, it's your All turn. All right. I'm, uh, I am assuming that I have managed to sort of, um, cowboy this thing and I'm still on top. Um, make a dexterity, make a dexterity saving throw real quick, actually. Oh, good. 17. Yeah, you stay on top. All right. All right attacking. Um, uh, 18. That just barely hits. Okay. Um, <clears throat> 10. And then I'm going okay. to, um, action surge and hit it again. Okay. I'm very angry at this thing. I'm taking out all my frustration of having to be underground for like a whole friggin' day. 20. Even dirty though. Damage? <laughs> Okay. And eight. Okay. Um, next up is Aster. Oh, no, the whip will do more damage. And maybe I could hit it with mockery. Nineteen to hit. Yes, nineteen hits. Is five points of slashing. Okay. So this whip, somehow the whip still harms this creature. Uh, are you going to do any bonus action? I have no other bonus action. actions. For bardic inspiration, I have one left. So. Okay. It is the it is the creature's turn. I already rolled. It does not get its uh, spit back. So you don't have to worry about that one. But it is going to try. It has uh, to get you off. Uh, Finland, so it's actually going to reach up with its claw. It's going to try to uh, claw at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real, uh, real quick, Sarah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. Um, is is Finland technically within five feet of me? Um, yes. Uh, I have a protective style, protection fighting style, and so oh. um, it, I am going to use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Well, it already, it rolled a five and a six. So. It takes well, damage plus, from the cloud. Yes, <laughs> the what is the damage? So it'll yes, take what is the damage? 11 damage. Okay. All right. Um, so that was like found little handhold, like a handhold somewhere, like in the, in its like, because it's like a rock. Yeah, it's like a rock. And especially because Whistler's Whistler and everybody's been hacking at yeah. it. You just got like a little like rock climbing rock. So it I'm tries right. to like claw at you and it doesn't get you. Uh but now it's going to try to bite. And this time it's going to try to bite Zareth. Now it's a seven. She said I, try. It tries to try. It did try. I scoff at the creature. Huh. As it's like trying, it's at the same time trying to get Fenlin off its back and trying to bite at you and it can't do two things at once. Not too great at it. Bostet, it is your turn. Yes, I'm okay. going to hit it with my uh, scimitar. Okay, and scimitar, that is slashing damage, correct? Yes, it is. It's cool. 20. Yeah, roll damage. 
Well, that's only six, but still. Okay. Uh, still a very, very good hit. This creature, whatever kind of alien anatomy it has, it looks like it's pretty rough. It's pretty not doing so great. Uh, anything else you would like to do, uh, Bostet? Just stay right there. Yeah, no, that's good. I'm okay. Good uh, back to the top was Zareth. Cool beans. I am going to uh, take a swing. Ooh. There we go. Um, that'll be a 24. It's. All right. Do 17 damage. Three of it fire. Major overkill. Major overkill because it had one hit point left. Um. <laughs> it had seven hit points. It had seven hit points when Aster, when ba- when Bossett hit it, and I was like, "Oh no, she almost killed it, but not quite." So you have been trying to hit this thing, Sarah. You, Zareth, you've been trying to hit it. You've tried to hit it, and finally, everybody else has hit it, and you just chop its rocky head off. <laughs> I uh, I imagine so it barely collapses, and I'm still holding on to yeah. it right as it goes down. Yeah. And I just sort of like. I like kind of lay down a little bit, let my my axe arm like sag, and I'm like, hallelujah. Uh, almost, <sighs> and you guys notice almost as quickly, you guys almost notice, as, quickly as I finish as I finish the creature, I sheathe my weapon. Um. So. Uh, uh, so it's like when this creature, when its body, it almost molds back into the earth. And so like now in this, it's kind of a lizard, a decapitated lizard molded earth looking thing. And you see Robin over in the corner going. I am going to run over to them and start like, like trying to grab at like all of this mucus stuff and getting it off okay. of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they are also bound, but because they, they have mucus is also around, like there's something around their body. Like the mucus is like glue. It's like glue essentially is what's happening. And and, and so uh, I'm assuming is, is, is Jack the only one that runs over there? Or does anybody else go to help? I'll help. Yeah, I'll make my way over see. there. I don't know if it's mucus. We leave, go back to that river and just place them in the water. It'll dissolve. Then we get out of the portal. We got Robin. Go to the get out. What's what's binding Pan? Uh, nothing is binding Pan, but Pan can't do anything unless Robin tells us to. Well, then get the okay. Get the, move. get the mouth. Get the mouth free. We'll deal with the body later. Um, I'm going to investigate the corpse at a twenty-two to look for loose, um, loose value, loose valuable ore. Because it's the, the um, yeah, it is. Um, there's nothing quote unquote valuable. It doesn't have like, um, it's the rock itself is very interesting. Um, you could probably you might be able to sell it somewhere on the astral sea as like primordial earth or something like that. Um, so yeah, if you want to take the head, you can. I, t- I I pick the head up and put it into my into my bag. Yeah. So yeah, you just feel like, yeah, that'll do something. And you stick it in your bag. Uh, you guys rush over and you get the mucus like off of, of uh, Robin's face. And Robin's just like, I had trouble. And it's like some of the mucus is still stuck in their fur, breathing. And Robin passes out, exhausted. They're at one hit point and they are un- unconscious. This is the DM's way of <laughs> having the player not be here. Um, 
I'm I'm really like frustrated because like I I'm down for like throwing them over my shoulder and taking them out of there, but they will not be happy if Pan does not come with. Um, so I I put them on top of Pan and like just try and like poke Whistle. at the, the poke. Oh, no, you if you can mimic Robin Whistler. Whistler, you tell Pan to do shit. I tell Pan to do shit. Um, <laughs> I just as of, Robin. As yeah. Robin. <laughs> as Robin, as Robin. Yes. Uh, I shift around behind because I'm like, I don't know if he's looking at, if Pan's going to look at me and like deduce this. I just assume everyone is a good deal smarter than me. So I'm just going to get behind him to make it sound a little bit more like it's coming from Robin and in their voice, just say, let's go home, Pan. Pan starts trotting. I'm keeping up with Pan. This is what an intelligence yeah. of 12 does. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is great and all and, and, and everything, but, um, I don't know how we're going to get Pan up the very, very steep incline. You guys have rope. Like, you can yeah, do a pulley system. Climb. Excellent, a pulley system. Okay. It's also a chance. Yeah, you guys could just wrap, just wrap, just wrap a rope around Pan and pull him up. Uh, Pan doesn't get a medium creature. That's fair. Yeah. Let's do it. So you guys, I'm Pan sorry. I, 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 heard, I heard something. Did someone say something? I said than... I have a spell for that. Ah. Okay. Are, are you so going you guys to, get to, are the you going to volunteer cliff. it? When, when we have to get Pan up. By the way, I don't know what Pan is. Oh, Pan is a Pan? pangolin. A, a pangolin. A wooden it's pangolin. It's a, it's, a pun, it's a pangolin. It's a medium-sized cotton truck made out of wood. And it is a pangolin. Pan the pangolin. Okay. It is Robin's uh, construct. We are but poor, lost circus performers. That's what I think yeah, when I look at our group. Like, I mean, Aster, that is mildly the description of Aster, so... Uh. Um, so you guys get to the 10-foot cliff. Uh, Zareth, do you help Pan get up with something? Um, I reach my hand out to Pan. This was going to be interesting. Um, and I cast the fly spell. Um, and the so you guys see Pan just start lifting... <laughs> the the way that my the way that my fly spell like flavor wise like large ethereal wings burst from the person based on their personality. <laughs> so like the construct, like large ethereal wooden wings that look sort of just like tree limbs come out. Like Pan's going back to nature and. Pan doesn't know what's going on, but Pan knows to go home, so Pan just starts flapping these ethereal wings and lands on the ledge and just keeps walking. I just stop and I look, look over, and I'm just like, what is this guy? <laughs> like, More importantly, what? how do I learn that shit? And I'm like looking at Zerath and I'm like, if you, you if you imagine. have anything spells for me, I will let you look at my spellbook. 
he says as he starts to climb up the scramble up the up the up the path. Could you imagine the performances with that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say you guys all managed to uh, boss it again very easily. <laughs> Scrambles up. All of you, uh, the rest of you, all have pretty good athletics. And uh, Aster, however you would like to get up, uh, you can either misty step or. I whatever actually you're... have decent athletics. Okay. I just wanted to flourish. I don't have okay. Misty Step anymore. I can only use it once. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you guys, I just wanted to flourish. I just wanted to flourish. I just wanted to do the There are some thing. things that you just do for aesthetics. And that's, I feel like, totally Aster's uh, milieu. So you guys all make it up to the top, you walk out, you go back into this large cavern, and you do see at the cavern, at the end, you see that black void at the end that you came through, that uh, Robin was pulled through. And you guys hop back through to the other side. I go on through to the other side. See, I got oh, another one. Oh, you do it! Woo! <laughs> 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 Got it. Okay, I'm missing Pan and Whistler and Finlan, I believe. Uh, no! Okay. So, get everybody. Uh, Aster, can here. you go ahead and put up a blue fairy fire flare here, please? There we go. I can't. I don't know. I think I'm going to take my spell slots. You might have to take a long rest! Uh, no, I can't. I have two spells. So. Okay. Um, yes, yes, done. <laughs> so Astra points up, and this large blue glittery cube point like goes <sighs> appears. the head, and it's just like bang. I should go get my ukulele for this. Thank, thank. <laughs> um, so I... you guys have fulfilled. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, so you have fulfilled this portion. Um. And so you look at Zareth, and you guys are all kind of like, okay, we did what we were supposed to do. Are you guys going to stick around around the portal? Are you going to head back, head to the next portal? You guys going to rest? What is your plan right now? Uh, I think I we need to we stop need and rest. Because we've got an injured party member. Are you guys going to rest, like, right here? Are you going to move away? Are you going to rest on the other side of the river? Where are you guys planning on resting? I like other side of the river so we can see the portal, but we're not within tentacle graspy distance it was in fact the creature's tongue oh, that grasping uh, is a lizard oversharing a long you. rest or what i say we camp i say we go ahead okay. and make a I night of it to know because that's how i get um, all of my shit back question uh or suggestion yes. um what if we go back to the little cave because we know that that is safer is it on our way back t towards where we're going? Because you guys were going to go northeast, northwest. It is not. It's going back towards town. Right, so, yeah, I wouldn't. I would just stay here so we're not losing. Okay. I mean, I think we're okay. Like, we're in the okay. woods. If we set up um, <clears throat> if we set up the usual kind of rotation for watch and get, you know, the okay. new guy to pitch in. You want... Yeah, Zara, if you wanted to say something about camping. Sure. Uh, I don't have any issue with camping. Um, I would like to A, try to close the portal, and then B, negotiate with the party to help me 
find and kill the thing that's creating the portal. So I want to role play cool. those things, but that's what I got. Fantastic. Okay, so what spells do you have? I don't have your spell sheet up right now. Um, Give me a second. Let me see if I can get it up. On, the only spell that I have that's even remotely applicable is Dismissal, which pushes things um, into the... Uh, uh, which put like oh banishment. banishment you have banishment yeah. banishment yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's okay yeah that that would you could try to cast banishment but that would not work you're gonna it's you need a higher spell did my computer just freeze okay sorry you guys I was like oh no um you're gonna need a higher level spell something more like plane shift or gate to do we close know the, uh, do we room. know do we notice or do I notice that he's actually trying to cast a spell and it like yes like, you do notice that he's oh. actually trying to close I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out a book and like consulting notes etc it is okay the 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 flare that Aster has sent is calling people who will close the portal they have the ability to do it. We just needed to let them know where it is. So we stay here tonight. We keep everything safe. And they will be here in the morning to close the portal. Look at the bunny. Excellent. And they will give us money and possibly coffee. Um, Zareth, so everybody starts making camp. Um, Zareth, who, do, who would you like to approach about negotiating helping with you? Helping um, you. Because you said, I will help you if you help me. Who do you perceive as the main negotiator of this group? A half-orc that I made the deal with. Okay. So, um, as no, you, you guys, still don't know my name. Still don't know her name. Um, so, uh, as you guys are setting up camp, camp is finally up. Campfires uh, placed. Uh, you guys uh, have laid Robin next to Pan in a tent. Robin is sleeping soundly, recovering uh, from this ordeal that they have gone through. Uh, Zareth, you approach, uh, again, the orc whose name you still don't know. You apport, uh, approach Jack. Um, you fought well, and you lead your men well. They're not men, but thank you. Also, not, not hers. <laughs> I lead my own way. Excuse me. I'm, I'm an <laughs> army of one. <laughs> independent we don't need no man it seems um, that my it seems that my common turn of phrase did not go over well apologies not me to, uh, did, to uh, uh, there, we are we are allied together we're not we're not a unit that's all friends friends I'm friends. Jack by the way good to meet you Jack and I don't believe that I have everybody's name. He kind of like points to people who haven't introduced themselves yet. Uh, that one, uh, the, the cat is Bastet. Um, and the bird is Whistler. And then, of course, Finlan. And you uh. met Aster. Um, and, and at this point, like, I'm, I, I, yes, I'm talking to him, but I'm also, like, trying to figure out, because I remember there was a door in the belly of Pan, and I'm, like, trying to, like, figure out how to open up that door. <laughs> I am looking for either information or a guide or guides to help me 
find and kill this creature. I am not familiar enough with your world to do it on my own. And that will, you'll call us even then? I suppose. Okay, then yeah. Uh, I mean, that falls in line with what we're trying to see done as well. So I, that sounds perfect. Do you not require any further material payment? And I, I look at Aster, and I look at Whistler, and I look at Bostet, and I'm like, they can yeah. they can determine their own payment. I like to ensure that my warriors are well paid. We're not your warriors. It seems that my common is not good. Fast. Yeah, uh, so, oh, what? It was that... Whistler is just trying to mime about haste and is just kind of saying things like, fast, speedy spell. So, uh, it, for as far as payment and that sort of thing, I am going to uh, encourage you to talk with Aster. Um, they're going to be the ones that uh, is... <laughs> I, I'm, in my mind, I'm going. Aster's the one that takes payment most often. <laughs> like, I come from a communal people. We don't. We like gold is nice and helps me get armor, but like, eh? <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm deferring to Aster as far as like payment and that sort of thing. Sorry, yes. Well. Uh... Will you negotiate payment for information leading to the destruction of this creature? Uh, do you know anything about this? So, um, <laughs> so, uh, I, I feel like half player, half plot device at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you- so, whatever, whatever information as the uh, am I muted no okay okay as the dm whatever information you feel like zareth would give them uh if you feel like you would tell them what type of creature it is where they came from what their whole deal is or if you would just say i know the type of creature it is i just need to find it and i need your help doing it whatever you think zareth he would, would give them a very thorough breakdown um of the creature give okay. them basically I'm, any I'm, any any information that he needs well they he thinks uh, as the dm as a DM, I'm super cool with that, and I will answer any questions that Zareth does not know the Perfect. answer to. Um, I've, I've, I've heard the name of the monster before, but like off the top of my head, I don't know what it looks like. It's, um, you know, uh, all of you don't react to this, but you know it is called an Alhoon. A-L-H-O-O-N. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it commonly makes its lair... Um, Alhoons are, um, they are mind flayers, but they are, um, let's see if I can find the information. Is it in this book? Uh, He, he, he reaches into, into his, uh, into his bag and pulls out another bag, roughly the same size and just, just gently tosses it to you. Take it. Open it. Search. (laughs) I look in it and I it is full of small um, gold ingots and miscellaneous gemstones. It doesn't have any coins in it. 
But from my from my knowledge as a performer, can I like give it like a hefty shake to kind of like get a gist of how much? Just like oh yeah, relatively. It, it probably um it probably is worth uh, it probably weighs about ten pounds. So this is probably worth close to a thousand or more gold. Can Whistler just be looking over their shoulder and just the eyes get very very big? It's a lot of shiny little things in there. I yes. close it. I put it down like in between both of us. If we're like sitting front, like in front of each other, I, like put it down, and I, I look at everyone else to like be like, are we all over? I surreptitiously nod. Yeah. The only thing Bobset will ask is if maybe she can ask him about, you know, diseases in other areas to see if she can maybe suss out the uh, origin of the, the plague or disease that swept through her town. That's it. She just wants information, really. Is that involved with an arcana check? Um, I am going to use my uh, daily divination. Um, I have a 15, okay. so I'm going to take the 15 plus my 8 uh, for 23. Okay. okay. Um, you, unfortunately, uh, because of where you are from, you are unfamiliar with this particular disease, that uh, plague that is affecting uh, Bostad's people. Now, if she had described something um, like... I'm not even going to say about like the weird body horror diseases that come out of the astral plane. Um, but uh, this just seems like an average material plane disease that you know nothing about. <laughs> Nobody's growing extra eyes. Like stomachs aren't eating people. I suppose the other way around. Like you're like, oh, this just seems like a material plane this, thing. This disease looks like it comes from your world. I have no idea what. <laughs> Um, so the information, uh, so Aster, do you ask him about all, uh, about what this creature is? Yes, I say like, what does, like, basically what it is, and what are we getting ourselves in? Okay, um, would, what would you like to say that this is, like, do you want to say this is an Alhoon, and what, what information are you trying to give these people, um, Zara? Want... So just so I know what to put in there. I, I will give them, like, um, I would give them um, basic information about Alhoons and anything and anything okay. specific that I know about this one. Okay, so this is what he's. Uh, this is what you basically say. You say that this creature is an Alhoon, and I'll let you rephrase this later so you can say it as Zareth. So this is the information you give them. You say this creature is an Alhoon. You tell them that an Alhoon is a mind flayer or an illithid, whichever term you want to use, that pursues arcane magic. They are generally outcast from society because arcane magic is looked down upon in Mind Flayer society. And uh, that this one has fled to the prime material plane, but you don't know exactly what its motivations are. So however you would like to phrase it to tell them, you are more than welcome to. Perfect. Um, this particular creature is an eater of intellect, a destroyer of minds. The culture that he hails from is... Um, n is distrustful of the arcane arts and therefore he is banished from his home um, which makes him even more dangerous and uh, he looks like he has tentacles on his face <laughs> <laughs> 
scary. So, um, so this is, you think, a very dangerous hunt that we are engaging in. My mistress sent one of her top lieutenants to handle it. Is this you? Yes. So your mistress feels that this is very dangerous. Yes. My, my specialty is in hunting and killing mages. Yes. I was specifically assigned this task. Well, if this thing is here, near the the place and the people that we all love, then we we will agree to to help hunt it down, dangerous or no. And I think I speak for all of us that if this if this thing really is as terrible and as dangerous as you say it is, and if it really can produce these these doorways, these portals, and terrorize our world, then yes, we will we will aid you in whatever manner we we can. This you said it was an eater of intellect. Um, is do we? Uh, is there something in particular that it's looking for here? Its location is more likely happenstance than specific. It. I don't know that you have mages that it's or or um, or scholars that it is specifically after. I don't have that information. We need Alpha's back. <laughs> we need him. He could die. Then maybe let's keep him farther away. I mean, should still. I agree. I mean, I'm in. Anyone else? I have already said my feelings. Yeah. I'll do it for the money. Kill bad thing. Bust it? Yeah, he, he... I'm in. Alright. And I, I give him back the pouch and I say, uh, just in case I die, you keep that and if we all get through this, then give it back. Xerath <laughs> uh, looks like very obviously surprised and like reaches back, picks it up and puts it into his pouch. I don't Whistling trust Whistling is after a look. Like, yeah. what fuck? You can do that. I don't, tr I don't trust you with it, Whistler. I don't trust me with it. No, sorry. Not about the money, about <laughs> uh, the in case I might die. That's oh, what's getting that part, me I see. Hey, I mean, you never know. I mean, you almost died, Whistler, so... Well, and sh shiny things for both of y'all is like your weakness. Um, I, I'm, I, I turn and I ask Whistler to ask Pan to open the compartment. Pan, open the compartment. <laughs> and I, like I, I, and I just like place. But we have to wash Robin off first, because remember, Robin, Robin's whole body oh, yeah. is still all sticky. Oh, yeah. So no, yeah, we're, we we're... put her in the water, or put them in the water, and then just, like, try and get it all off. Yeah. You guys, all together, except for Zareth, wash an unconscious Robin. 
And I am like super concerned because like Robin is always so uh, making sure is just always making sure to get consent. And I'm just like, we can't get consent for you for from you right now. And I'm just gonna make this call. <laughs> I, for one, am not washing the tiny cat. I'm sitting on the edge and I'm, cause I've just hacked it a rock with my great ax and I am sure it is all dinged. So I'm re-sharpening it. Yep. So fellow tabaxi, I know how to wash the cat. The other fellow tabaxi, so I will help. Yeah. So Whistler's probably helping because, I mean, she grew up in the temple of the Raven Queen and I feel like washing the dead is kind of a thing you do there. So she's just like whistling and just, uh, and doing her job. Yeah, Aster, since Aster doesn't want to get in the water and we're like on the edge, Aster's gonna like hold up like Robin's shoulders so you guys like so like Robin's like half in the water and then I have like the shoulders and stuff and I'm like making sure that like they don't drown while we're doing this <laughs> so while not getting in the water good call cause not a thing Whistler's used to worrying about uh Finn can I can I ask you to uh sharpen my sword while you're at it, while you're over there as well sure it absolutely beats washing a cat I know how you feel about laundry. <laughs> so I mean, we're gonna say that you, Robin, Robin is clothed during this. Robin's clothes get wet. You wash because they're adding mucus on it too. So we're not having like full on like naked cat titties no. everywhere. No, no. Um, uh, yeah, Jack no. ain't having that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, and you clean Robin off. You put Robin inside Pan's open compartment. Um. And you guys can bunk down for the night around the fire in your tents with your... Yes, Whistler. I will say, Beats washing a cat fully gets turned into a song instead of the whistling. So it's just that. Two different tunes throughout the washing. Uh, so at like every song that Aster has ever sung, Whistler is now just <laughs> repeating all of them. That's all. <laughs> But but with the certainly lyrics, beats washing, washing a cat. A cat. Certainly beats washing a cat. Yes. <laughs> Ta -da. I will say Ta -da. when we are at the campfire, Aster, not knowing that Aster can't, Aster doesn't know they can't learn new spells. Aster is going to turn to Zeroth and be like, "Okay, the flying thing." <laughs> um, Zeroth pulls out. Of his of his bag of holding a very very large tome and sets it next to you and then pulls out a smaller book and just looks like he's doing some light reading. Huh. <laughs> I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I slide the book back. I don't want to fly that bad. And I go to sleep. <laughs> Aster's like, mm, reading, not for me. Nope. Like, just, nope. 
uh, it's that big, you know, that meme about like how wizards get their spells, how sorcerers get their spells, how warlock gets get their spells. Like it's one of those things. Like bards just get it from the aesthetic. Like it's just like yeah. That's like what I was told telling you guys last time. I almost got fireworks because I was like that'd be a dope ass spell, and then I realized that'd be a mistake. <laughs> With this group, it would not end well. Um, so, so uh, you guys camp for the night. Uh, you guys do your standard watches. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll any perception or survival checks. Um, nothing comes through the portal. And in the middle of the night, uh, whoever, I'll say, uh, who wants to take the second watch? Who's taking the second watch? Okay, so uh, I saw Finland and Aster first. Like, so Finland and Aster. You can't see, so. Jack, Jack took yeah, Jack what, what, what the first are you going to do in the dark? Okay. <laughs> So um, while those of you are taking second watch, um, you see some people come up and there are members of the Emerald Protectors. Kita's among them and she goes, oh, hello. Um, uh, yes, you, uh, Aster, yes, yes, hello. And uh, Kita can't see either, so she has to cast light. She's got like a light on her little staff because she's a halfling. And uh, and uh, everybody else is asleep. I'll be very quiet. There's the portal. So I'm going to just like- Right there. Up there. Literally right there. Up in that area. And she like takes her light out and she goes, ah, thank you. And she and like a few other of the like, they just kind of like go across the river. Try not, they're trying not to wake anybody else up. They're just like, <laughs> and like they go across the river, river, and you see the them river. start like doing the river. The they river. go across the, they go across the river, and they uh, start closing the portal. Oh, um. <laughs> So uh, the portal is now being taken care of. There are three members of the Emerald Protectors who have spells that you do not have access to. Um, you guys wake up the next morning, full spells, full abilities, full hit points, back up to normal. And that's actually where we're going to end. I guess you guys are going to the other portal. You're going to go to the one that was northwest still in the woods. Okay. Northwest. So that's what we'll start off next time is you guys going. Now you guys are just going straight up. You're just going west towards that portal with a new companion who has some motives that just so happen to fit along with your motives, but you don't quite know what his full deal is. Um, and uh, when we return, hopefully, fingers crossed, we will have Robin back. And so Robin can interact with Zareth, which will be a hoot and a half. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, so uh, anybody, quick, any shout outs or announcements we need to do right at the end? Thank you all for watching. Uh, David, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can join us for as long as, you know, this Zareth is, uh, feels like he is story appropriate. Um, uh, we, again, like I said, hopefully Pax will be, well, I know Pax will be back from the woods uh, next week because they're driving back right now. And uh, we will see them uh, next time that we record. Coming up soon, uh, speaking of animal creatures, and we're going to be filming our, recording our super soft, gentle one shot. Uh, we will have two guest stars on that one. For this one, uh, uh, Annika and Tanya will be uh, two of our players. And uh, Annika's friend Sydney is joining us. And Tanya's husband, Adam, is joining us. And so this is a super soft um, one shot. We're using the Fate system because Fate is very, very customizable. And I do not expect there to be any fighting in this. And we needed to customize, like, everybody is playing as little animal folk. And it's super soft. It's what we need right now. Um, we planned this before the How election. Much yet, 
Yeah, we planned this before the election because we were all like, ah! Is anyone and then, surprised that I'm going to be a sloth? No. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what the other characters are because I will let the players tell you when we play. Um, it's so me. It's me. Yes, <laughs> it's me. Um, Annika, I need to show. I need to take a picture. I need to show you the fabric that I found at Remnant. I need to take a picture of it and send it to you. Um, so that'll be a super soft. It's gonna be our November one shot. Um, it's gonna be basically what if humans never evolved and existed, and animals instead gained sentience and. Uh, and did everything like in American history, but not with the colonialism. So, um, so super soft decolonized uh, animal folk in 19th century California. So, and a reminder um, to be able to watch the one shot in, yes. and also our session zero. Make sure that you are a patron of us on Patreon yes. at our player level three or five. Well, yes. no, it's five so, or ten. Five or ten. I know numbers. Um, so, uh, the very first time that I played D and D as an adult, I um, did so with. Also, it was a, a bunch of. Um, at the time, at the time, we all identified as women, and it turns out that that was not the case. Uh, but um, the, what my DM from that has her own little shop. She it called Stitchery Geekery. And she made me my character. Uh, yes, it, it, um, her name is Ursa. She's a little uh, silver dragonborn. Um, she's a rogue. Yes, uh, and um, her sister's. Send that information to Annika in so we can put her yeah, in the yeah. Um, it, Her sister's name is Anan. Yes, she she uses ice. And if that story sounds familiar, let it go. Pop culture reference for everybody. That's what we. That's what we aim to do in this uh, game. So yes, we want that information because that's super adorable. Oh my god, I love it. I love. I love it so much. Um, we will put that information in the down below, in the doobly doo, in the description, whatever you want to call it. Again, thank you all for uh, joining us and watching. David, thank you for joining us. I hope you had a good time playing with us. I uh, hope you will want to join us again and that we haven't uh, scared you off with our uh, antics too much. Uh, everybody that's watching, thank you. I hope we don't scare you off with our antics. Um, Dave, what were you going to say, David? Sorry. Oh, yeah, I, I just kinda... wanted to say a quick Talking. thank you to, to y'all. This was, this, was this was a blast and a half. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks again, guys. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah to the Alyssa. See, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. If um, I get if if I get betrayed, Aster's gonna be so sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend, my new friend. Person Yeah, Aster is going to have a breakdown. Thank you again. Thank you all for watching. Um, I need to go eat so I can take my evening meds. Yay! Yay, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody.